You are now listening to The Sooner Surge with Brody. Freaking concrete feet! Jason. Four years! Jackson. What the heck is going on in Norman, Oklahoma? Jeremy. What on earth are we doing? And Traver. Why can't we teach your corners how to look for the ball? Yo, welcome back, everybody, to the Sooner Surge podcast, as this is our pregame podcast, as the Oklahoma Sooners take on the uh, Baylor Bears at 2 p- it's at 2 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. So, guys, how are we feeling about tomorrow's game? Well, I mean, going into the season, I thought this game would be a, a tough game for OU, and I still think it is. I just... I don't know. Baylor's kind of underperformed for me just from what I watched. The last game against Texas Tech, they were kind of surprising. They kind of dominated that game. But, uh, you know, Dave Aranda, he's kind of had OU's number, but I think that was more Lincoln Riley's number. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really don't know what to think about this game, to be honest with you, because I don't – I really don't get a feel. You know, they had that bye week, OU did, then they had the Iowa State game. And it was – I mean, it, it was a good win, but – I, I still not – I don't know how to feel about this game tomorrow, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I I would say I well, I would say a lot a lot of the same things. There's still a lot of uh, unknowns with this team because I still don't feel like on the defensive side of the ball they've established their identity yet. And I and I feel like I mean Saturday is going to say a lot because Baylor's very physical team they're probably they're going to be the best offensive line outside of kansas state we're going to face all year um but their quarterback their quarterback's not that good yeah blake shapen's okay but i mean they can run the ball so well uh who's their offensive coordinator it's jeff grimes right jeff grimes yeah his running scheme is very very difficult to stop as we saw last year I mean, so we'll I'm pretty see, sure it'll but, be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm I'm gonna save it for my score predictions, but I expect it to be more of a surprising defensive game. But, I, I also agree. I think it's gonna be low scoring on their aspect. I think we're gonna put points on the board. I mean, I think this is a game that OU, honestly, we, we've said this like three weeks straight, but doesn't seem to be a lot of pressure on this team. Honestly, it's like. You know, even the coaches, Venable's like, you know, we're having fun. This is – I think they the kind of monkey off their back that they're not expected to win every game. And I don't know. I just think that that moving forward, at least ending this year, they have that motto of just finish finish strong. That's what we're going to be remembered for. So, I, it's like they have new life a little bit after those three losses. So, I, I really expect OU to – Really have a good game. Weather's going to be nice tomorrow. Good fall you're, day. You're expecting a blowout. I'm expecting OU to hold, hold them under 24 points, and I don't see I don't see any way OU is not scoring 35. So at least well, 11 point also, victory. It, What's the see, line? Three and a half. Last time oh, I, I checked. I'm betting my house on OU. Yeah. Well, and then it, it's also like uh, Jeremy. I love what you just said how this team has no pressure on them for the future the rest of the season they can only control what happens 
And just like Brand Venables has said, the past is the past. You can't change that, but you can control what happens in the future. You can control how you play every single game. And it's just like he even said in his tools to the game interview his tools to the game interview earlier that you can't go four and zero in one game for the rest of rest of the season. You have to go one and zero this week. And I think that's important because we we we've seen in times where this team has had a big game the next week and they've come out and they've played a team that they should handle and they don't take care of business. They struggle. And I and I mean it's like this year we really haven't had to see that with this team. So I think this week will kind of show us something. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm a little confused on what both y'all are saying. To be honest with you, I mean, you're you're both of your pressures off. You know, none of that crap. They don't have any pressure on them. But like early in the in the way Venables is talking about, we got to finish strong. You know, day by day, the details. It's the same stuff he was saying at the beginning of the year. Hadn't changed. Yeah, no. Yeah, so, I know. I completely so, agree. So but how is this I'll, any different in TCU game? Go in there. We got well, a big TCU. We got a, details. Focus. What do you? What do you mean? How's it any different in TCU? How's it well, any different than we were undefeated playing? Well, well, it's, it's a lot I'm, different. Yeah, well, I mean, we've hey, lost three games, dude. Hold on. So you're telling me that if after so after the Nebraska game, you're gonna tell me that this team is gonna lose three games through this part no. of the schedule. There's no hey guys, way heck I'm guys, gonna Guys, we believe lost TCU you. after Kansas State. It wasn't our first loss. I know. So there yeah. was to to me there's we, we got beat at home against K State. You know, everyone's down. Then once you lose another one and then another one, it's like, wow, it can't get any worse. So the pressure is a little bit relieved. Well, I mean, it's also just like, I don't know if you guys saw Deshaun White's interview the other day, but basically when he heard him talking, he said that after this bye week, he said he he feels like things have completely changed with the defense. So I I don't know. I don't know what to really take take away from that, but I can think after the Iowa State game, I really do think this defense has some of their swagger back. I and really do. One thing to take into consideration is that they played an all right defensive performance against probably the worst offense in the Big Twelve. Yeah, and here's the thing: uh, I think they played a great offensive performance or de- defensive. I'm gonna say it. defensive. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. The reason the defense is we feel like it's getting better is they just had more practice and like watching film mm-hmm. after games they're getting in a routine. But the whole the whole pressure off, there's pressure on with three losses. You may be the only OU team in the last ten years to not go to a bowl game. There's still pressure. I mean, what pressure were they having? Winning the national title? Nobody predicted them to win the national title. Oh, yeah, they, they're they ranked top five, Jay. Who predicted them to win the national title? They were ranked top five, Jay. But who predicted them? Nobody was even talking about them. You were talking about how great we were. I'm an OU fan. That's different. You were t- – well, you said who. Well, I'm saying who in the media. What pressure did they have on them? They were ranked top – they were number four in the country. You're always going to have pressure on you when you can play at OU. Oh, at OU, mm-hmm. you're always going to pressure. You don't want to be the team that didn't go to – And your comment – your comment may be the dumbest comment I've heard in the history of any podcast or any broadcast what or any comment? talk show in the history of the land. What comment? 
Well, I mean, yeah, they played better. Uh, you know, that's it comes to expect when you get more practice under your belt. Practice? We're going to talk about practice? It has nothing to do with it. They played – Brody already said they played Iowa State, guys. Come on. Let's put a couple of these together before we start talking about practice being the key. You're the one. You're the one putting it together, saying they've they got no pressure hey, now. Hey, hey, do you want to know what? They should have held that Kansas offense to 24 points if it wasn't for the offense giving them great field position three different times. So I mean, should have, would have, could have, but didn't. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, like versus Kansas, as we said, it was a lot de- a lot better of a defensive performance than what the score scoreboard showed. Still wasn't that good. No, but no, but I know. But my point is, and Jeremy's trying to say the same thing: this defense is slowly Im- improving. But I mean, but who have they played though? That's I don't know thing. if they're improving. I don't know yet because since Texas, who have they played? Jay. I, I'm I'm on Brody's side. I don't know what you're talking about. You're the one that just said they've improved because they've got more practice. Now you're saying they haven't improved. So I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say I didn't say anything about you. Y'all got you guys were talking about how they're getting better and they don't have much pressure. And you're saying it's because of what was the reason, Jackson? You said you said it was because you huh? said they're practicing more. No, y'all were saying after the bye week they just feel like they got it together now. You, you did say they got more practice. They under do. Their belt. And when Jay, I Jay, that was practice, you that said it. When I say practice, I mean when you're with the new staff and you watch game film after every game, you kind of get you're kind of getting used to how they're coaching now. Is all I mean by that. That, that is the dumbest mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. So 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 and then, State, they didn't get anything. And then well, it well to what you guys are saying, I feel like so talking about the podcast with Caden Helms and Anderson that came out. They did their interview with Grayson Halton, and I heard some of it. And Grayson Halton said every single game they're running a different defense. And I think that's part of the re- reason why the defense struggled was because they couldn't pick up the first defense they were trying to run, and then they would switch it up on them. And now, okay, versus Iowa State, Iowa State was not a good offensive team, but still it was a much improved de- defensive performance because – uh, last year's defense, they would have probably given up 30-plus to that Iowa State team. No, I admit it's a better defense. I just want to see them. Like, even this week, I don't know how much we're going to tell from the defense. I don't know how good Baylor's offense is. Now, next week against West Virginia's offense, we'll be able mm-hmm. to tell. Baylor has a better offense than you're giving credit to. They have a first oh, yeah. running back who's pretty good. Reed's, and and Shapin. He may not be the best QB, but he's not going to just bless OU with three interceptions like that QB last week did. He's better than Deckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. Deckers is the worst QB in the Big 12. Well, worst starting QB. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So, we're kind of talking about it right now, but what would you guys say, like, the biggest X factors for tomorrow's game would be? Well, I'll I'll start off with this, and I think most of you guys will agree, and I think it's once again going to be the play of the defensive line and the and the uh, linebackers to stop their run game. Because this is a team they do they have a top ten uh, rushing attack in the country. I don't know. I doubt it. 
I mean, they're pretty they good. Pretty good. It's like, and I mean, I think if we can, can if we can stop their game on the ground, our defense is going to be okay. I think I think the biggest X factors is the start for OU. I think I think offensively getting off to a start like they did against Kansas, first few drives being quick, getting points, and just coming off strong off the off the, off the start. I think the biggest X factor for OU. Well, also it's like versus Kansas and Iowa State, they scored points on. Their opening drive, I believe. No, no, actually, never mind. We did not score on our opening drive at Iowa State. No, they had a fake a field goal to get their first touchdown. Yeah. yeah. For me, X Factor wise, I would probably say, I mean, it, it, I would say the offensive line because Baylor actually has a couple really mm-hmm. good defensive line players. Uh, but with the way that Eric Gray and the whole, all the running backs, have been running. Uh, the O line's been playing much better, so if they can continue to do that. And another one is Marvin Mims. He's got to play better than he did last week. Mm-hmm. I don't think we see a performance like that again out of Marvin Mims this year. Well, I hope not. Jeremy, what do you have? Trevor, do you have a key right now? I'm. I, I don't really have – I don't know about an X factor. I'd like to see – honestly, I don't, I, I'm curious about what Gibson – he tweeted something out today. I honestly oh. want to see some of these. Did you see that? I saw it, but what? it has nothing to do with football. Does it not? I don't know. It, I mean – Why was this tweet? I am who I am or something. It probably to do with a girl. Like, come on, bro. I want to see him play more, though. Like, he's 6'5 and can run. Get him on the field. I, I agree. He hasn't had game. reliable hands. He dropped two balls. Come on, bro. Yeah, that's the that's the only two passes he's got thrown to him this year. I, I would I would think again. some of these youngsters, though, the longer we get into the season, they're going to get more playing time. You would think. I mean, mm-hmm. I would hope. Mm-hmm. You get. I mean, Gibson. You can say he's dropped two balls, but you're never going to know really what you got until you play him. So he needs to just play. True. Yeah, I know. What about you, Trey? Yeah. It sounds like they disconnected for a minute. Oh, they did, didn't they? Yeah, it looks like we're just going to have to continue it. Disconnected, bro. <laughs> well. Well, I mean, what do you guys think needs to happen for OU to succeed tonight? Um, or Well, tomorrow, actually. Well, tonight, but... here's what I think, Jackson. I think I think the team that scores the most points is going to win the game. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think they have to do seven or eight different things in order to have it be a successful game. But just like some of the players who even said, and Brett Venables has said, you don't have to play a perfect game in order to win. You just have to play a good game. And if this yeah. team can play a good game all around, they're going to win. Yeah, I don't know. I missed the last few parts. I don't. I don't know how I lost we it, just, but I did. But we yeah, just said what needs to happen for OU to succeed? I said score more points than Baylor. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, well, I don't know if you heard what I said, but I said basically they need to play another good game. It doesn't have to be perfect, 
They just need to play good on all three sides of the ball. And, guys, the special teams may have to be special again, too. I mean, Zach Schmidt. Zach Schmidt's been the biggest surprise on the team for me. Dude, well, it's like, do you guys remember? Because there was a point where it was just us three. We were talking about who the kid grows going to be and if that was going to be a concern. And Zach Schmidt's been awesome. It all just jinxed it. Right. Then yeah, he's going to miss his first one tomorrow. He already has missed a field goal this year. No, it was the extra point. He's not. No, missed. he missed a field goal. He hasn't. Oh. Yeah, he missed one against Nebraska, I thought. Yeah, he missed one. He missed one. Hey, Eric Gray has just got to keep running the ball like he has. And it will be really nice if you could get Javante Barnes back. I don't think he's back. You got Major, though. Major Major's perfectly capable, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, we've been arguing about Gray and Major. Major's perfectly capable back. They I need mean, to get him yeah. going. I, th- I feel like he, he looked like he had some uh, rust to him, a lot of rust. Who's that, Major? Yeah, yeah, whenever I went back. Look, he had some speed. Game, I, when I rewatched it, the first half, dude, he had speed. I mean, he's, he's been out. And then it's just like, uh, it's just like Jeff said, he's not not even a hundred percent. So, yeah, who's Jeff? Jeff Levy. You have you? It's not Bob. Why are we calling? Is he deserved to be on first name basis? I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I Jeff Levy. Jeff like... Levy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I, I rewatched the Iowa State game too, and I. Why is he calling him Jeff? Jay, I rewatched the Iowa State game Jeff too. I. I'm still. I mean, like, how can you score one touchdown? It's like, I know Iowa State's pretty good defensively, but oh man, that's still. It's to me a little bit concerning about that hey, we weren't able to just hey, move up Jeff. and down the field on that team. I'm pretty sure this that Texas offense put up like 24 points on them at home. So, how many did OU put on them? 27. How many offensive points? 27. 27. How many? 27. How many? How many did we score in the first half? I didn't know. Did they score a defensive touchdown? No. Did how they, many touchdowns did, they, did they we score in the first half offensively? Did they score a special teams touchdown? Jay, how many touchdowns did we did, score in the first half offensively? Before we move on to that, I'm trying to answer a question you asked me. You said how, how many, many first how many half off, touchdowns wait, offensively? You said how many offensive points? I said 27. No, I'm not offensive. That 27? With no, with no help from the defense and actually putting a drive together. Okay, well, you didn't say that. Well, that's what I mean by offensive. You take the Stutzman one away, so they had 21, 20. 20. Now we're down to 20. We had another pick, too. You can't count every pick as a – How many drives did we put together, Jay? I don't know. I don't have the drive chart in front of me right now, to be honest with you. Maybe me. you should. You know what? I don't memorize it. Would you – I want all you guys. I think we had 13 rank our, points at half. Rank, we had how many? 13, I believe. Right, and one of those was a fake field goal, two-yard run by or pass from Turk to Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask for you guys to rank last week's performance offensively on a scale of 1 to 10. 
I give about six. Eight. Okay, let, let's just I'll say this. Rank, rank it on our season. It's about six. No, r- rank it on our season. Let, let's say offensive performance. Where well, would that stand in the rest of the well, game? Well, I mean, that's the best defensive team we've played by far. But I think okay, it would be it would be it would be the be, it'd be the worst performance with Dylan Gabriel probably as a quarterback because no. you can't count no. TCU and Texas as performances when you didn't have Dylan Gabriel. Jaden Jaden say the worst by Dylan Gabriel Jackson. No, I'm say saying it. when Dylan Gabriel played, that was one of the worst performances as far as points. They couldn't put it in the end zone. They would have some drives and then they would just. I agree. Oh. It, it was one of the worst hey. offensive performances of the year. Now Gabriel was okay and pretty good actually, but offensively it was pathetic. Hey, well, I mean, I've not been impressed with the play calling this year inside the five yard line. That's huh? been the one thing that hasn't impressed me that much. Oh, I think it's been pretty good to be honest with you. They went to the Wildcat against Iowa State and scored. Yeah, them. I know. Yeah, they they need to run that Wildcat every single game this year. Inside the ten. Well, I mean, you can't do that all the time. I'd like to see two running backs back there once, but once or twice. They they put two people back there, but most of the time it's like Farouk or Stoops or Mims with a running back. Right. I haven't seen two backs back there. I mean, why not? I just don't. And part of it could be Gabriel. We just don't really connect on deep balls much this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got to give guys chance. He can't over. I mean, you got to give guys chance, and in my opinion, if you have a six five, six six guy on the sideline, he hey, might be in on those well, plays. Uh, it's that... also one thing that we didn't talk about from the Iowa State game was that our best interior de- defensive lineman got hurt in Isaiah Coe. He came back so, in though, didn't he? No. Is he in tomorrow? I don't know. Co. Yeah, uh, and you talked about the Iowa State game and how it was one of the worst offensive performances, but there was several times where, like, Marvin Mims dropped a couple touchdowns. So, if that, like, if he connects yeah. on that, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's a completely different game. So, you got to be able to connect against those against teams, and it, it can change, like, the way the game is. Oh, it can. I admit you guys would like to see Gibson, though, at least. I mean, what would have hurt would. one round? Yeah, I always like seeing the youngsters out there. I for sure would. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I would like to see Gavin Freeman get at least four touches a game. Yeah, hey, the, I got to bring something The kid's so up. explosive with the ball. I got to bring something up. I mean, I this this I mean, for y'all listening, this this was said before the podcast started, but it's still on my mind. I can't I can't get it off. I can't shake it. Jackson, you're telling me Charlie's Chicken does more sales than Raising Cane's? Okay, no. I take no, wait, wait. Back. I can't get I, it out of my head. No, 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 no. You, oh no, God. you said you said y'all do more sales than Cane's. I was wrong. I, 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 I yeah. don't know what I was thinking. Okay. You were that very wrong. Fault. That okay, may be the dumbest statement I've ever heard in my life. I just wanted to clear that up. It just keeps coming up in my brain. I had to get rid of get that out. We so. get we get a lot more sales than you would think, though. I mean, I'm not a Canes fan by any means, but you don't sell that many corn nuggets, dude. Hey, hey, to me, I used to be super high on Canes, but it's dropping down the list for me. 
Kane would be worse. I'm a Kane's guy. Wait, Traber. Kick Slims. Wait, Slims, Slims player is, is, Kane. Rank them all three. Everyone. Rank Slims, Chick-fil-A, and Raising Canes? Yeah, yeah rank them. Well, see, we, I have two little brothers, and they all eat. No, I'm talking about, no, I'm just talking about you. I know, but we eat Chick-fil-A too much, so it's kind of out of my, I hate it. Well, how would you rank them? Uh, Chick-fil-A is number two, Canes is number one, Slims is the last place. Hey, wow. and then, wow. hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait let me go. Wait, wait, yeah, like, depends on what you're talking about. Are you talking about regular no, chicken? No, 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 Jackson, no, 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 no. Jackson, your turn. Slims number one, okay? I'm, I've been trying to eat <laughs> Slims. It is so good, bro. Okay, Slims, Canes, and then Chick-fil-A for me. Jeremy? I mean, I, I would also ask the question, what are we talking about here? Because We're talking about chicken. Okay, oh, so not chicken sandwiches. So we're only talking about chicken. We're not talking about fries at all. We're not talking about dipping sauces. I'm talking, talking about, about out of those drinks. drinks. Those three. Where he would said you chicken. He where said, would you no, take you it? Just no. it? You said it was chicken. Now you're saying it's the best restaurant. So is it the best we're, restaurant or best chicken? I'm just saying if you had to pick, rank them of which ones you'd rather go to first, first to last. Doesn't matter what. It depends they on what. It depends, but I mean. No, it doesn't depend on anything. Yeah. Chick Fil A number one. Chick Fil A's for if I don't rank them all. Chick Fil A is one, two, and three for Jeremy. What? No, if I was gonna, it's it's bull crap, dude. How many times in your life have you had it for breakfast? Listen, can you listen, guys? There was wait. Can you shut your mouth and let me talk? No, what? Listen to me right now. Listen to me. For 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 a lot of my life, Chick Fil A was it because that's all we went to. These other chicken places came along, and I admit it felt like I was committing poultry adultery when Cane's opened. But I went across the street there on a Sunday and went over there to Cane's and tried it out. Chick wasn't open. I go there, I try it out. I like Cane's, but if I'm going to rank them right now, right now, at the age of 45, after having all experienced all of them in my life, I would admit. Slim Chickens is number one for me. Chick Fil A's too. Yes, thank you. That's the, that's the correct that's, way to rank That's the exact that's Jason, that's Jason and Brody. Well, Jason I'm, and Brody. That's, 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 that's my exact bro, order. I give you guys all the credit for getting me on Slims, bro. Hey, you listen. guys get all that credit. Hey, you cannot be called a chicken restaurant and have one total sauce to sell. Sorry. All you have is a pepper sauce that you have to pay for. Dude, and all have mustard? chicken tenders on their menu. There's they no honey mustard. Hey, Jackson, you can get chicken tenders at a at all you can get at Cane's is chicken tenders. You want Dude, a sandwich? You can get chicken tenders at a Mexican restaurant. You want you want, <laughs> you want a chicken sandwich at, at Cane's? Place. You want a chicken sandwich at Cane's? They put your tenders on a bun. That's all they do. I I I do right, I do right, that guys, that is let's true. get back on topic. Yeah, we gotta get back. We gotta get back. I sorry about that. Let's get to the score predictions. Score predictions for tomorrow. I'm gonna go OU. I'm gonna go OU 48. Baylor 31. Oh, okay. I'll I'll go next. I'm gonna take. 38 to, to 24 OU. I, I'll, go, I'll go next. I have 38-14 OU. Ooh. I think the defense is going to step up. And I'm going 38-24 Sooners with 
and I'm going to call it right now. This is maybe going to be a sh- – do we know if Javante Barnes is playing? No, we don't know yet. So, it'll be major. Well, no. I'm going to say he's Marcus out. Major. I'm going to say he's out. I'm going to say Marcus Major tomorrow gets a home run run of 60-plus. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, we know he's picking. But uh, I would go to pretty much the same route all y'all went, 35-24. But Alrighty, well, well, the games. Here, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm going to start out with the defense. I guess we can all go defense first. Give me, in my opinion, an All-American safety and uh, Billy Bowman Jr., dude. I think we saw the kid's impact out there last week when he played. I mean, the, the defense looked different last week. I know it wasn't a good offense. Uh, we've heard this a hundred times, but still. They played solid on defense, and I and then guys, I think if he's a hundred percent, the impact he can make is is incredible. So that's how I'm gonna go with him. Traber, who you got? Um, on offense, I have Eric Gray. Defense, I got the D line. Yeah, okay. for me, I'd go offense. I don't think much. I mean, uh, right now, I don't think it's much question. Give me Marvin Mims. Uh, defensively, give me Key Lawrence. So, I need to say my offensive guy. Yeah, did you not say it? Okay. No, no, no. My got- offensive guy. Mm. You know, I think this guy's going to catch two touchdowns. Drake Stoops. Give me Drake Stoops. I'm feeling a Drake Stoops game. Well, I got a receiver. I got a receiver on mine too for offensive player of the game. No major. Nope. Theo Weiss. Oh, Weiss. Wow. Theo. Hey, hey, his freshman year. This is where he came on against Baylor. I think Theo Weiss, offensive player of the game tomorrow. Defensively, I'm going with Redmond. He he seemed as last week had a better game. I that or Woody Washington. But I'm gonna go with Redmond. I like the D line with the way they're running the ball. That they're gonna focus on the run. Uh, and then I'm going to call that Marvin Mims gets a punt return for a touchdown tomorrow. Whoa. I, I could foresee that, too. And I, we haven't had one of those. Is Bowman returning kicks tomorrow? I say I no. I doubt it. I doubt it. No, he's not going to return kicks the rest of the year. How many How many snaps does Jaden Gibson get? Five. Eight. Great. He hasn't played hardly at all. I'm talking offensive snaps. He got three snaps last week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go defensively. Uh, I'm gonna go Danny Stutzman. Okay. And, I like that pick. I really. And then do. Op- offensively, I'm gonna go with the surprise a little receiver here. I'm gonna go with Gavin Freeman. Gets a TD, baby. I'm gonna go with Gavin Freeman tomorrow. All right. Well, guys, do I y'all remember? Do oh, y'all remember the ahead, year Trevor. that uh, Nick Benito? Had the dropped interception and then intercepted it. Against Baylor. Yep. Uh, yeah. Brody, Brody, that brings back so many memories. Y'all were at, you were at Jackson's house, weren't you? Oh, dude, my. Dude, dude, we had a party upstairs. And we were like, I didn't even watch Charlie that Ranchers. You didn't even watch doing that. A bunch I was at of Jim Gaffigan. Gap again. I was at a concert, comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys, I think the biggest news of the week. We all have heard the struggles with Texas A&M. David Hicks, 
his official still happening to OU for Bedlam. Just like just like I've said, I will not pay attention to to his recruitment again until his official gets confirmed. Guys, he's coming back to, to Norman. Do you think it's a realistic possibility that David Hicks flips? Crickets. Crickets. That's I mean I don't I mean, ever get in and I'm I I'm not one of these recruiting I, I just uh, with with these guys, 18, 19-year-old guys, it's I mean, they could flip on the snap of a finger or the drop of a Milky Way or the passing of a Benjamin Franklin. It, it's a waste of our time to really talk about what a 19-year-old kid's going to do for his college choice when people are flaundering money, throwing all th- kinds of things at these kids. We, we know Brent's not going to do that, which sometimes I guess that could bode well for you, but there's just – us guessing this is really, in my opinion, pointless. I hope he does flip. Although part of me now is kind of he's left a kind of a tainted taste in my mouth with how he just kind of did OU the last second, didn't talk yeah. to the coaches and anything like that. I don't know if it's a guy that I'd actually want on my team. And honestly, we to be honest, I don't know if it's a guy that Brent Venables would even welcome after well, that situation. Wait, hey, uh, well, hey. I'm <laughs> Hey, sour, Jer- sour Jeremy here for me. Hey, well, I, I mean, you're old school here, and you you don't want to talk about. I know you 18 and 19 year old kids, and they make decisions and and all that. But to say it's a player you don't want, and you don't Brent may not want anymore for what reason? Uh, can can you get the verb choice right? I never said he wouldn't hey, want him. He would want him. You did say you did welcome say him. him. Welcome him, Jeremy. Welcome, Jeremy. welcome. Wait. So welcome. if I go to your house tomorrow and I walk in and you're not welcoming to me to come in, do you really want me? I may want you to visit because I want you to be a part of my family, but I don't know if I'm going to welcome you. You're not going to welcome a... me into the family? That Jeremy. Makes no sense, Jeremy. What are you talking about? You make no sense, Dad. I mean, a lot of the words you just said, you're not going to welcome, but you're going to let me in. Like, bro. Well, what... yeah, Traver. Yeah. Hey, hey, wait. Jay, have you ever, has anyone ever come to your house? Yeah. And you not really welcomed them deep down inside. <laughs> I don't invite Let's people. Be honest. I, don't I, do, I do what he's saying. Like, I don't invite people over I don't want in my house. Jason, if you ask Brent Venables, do you want a five-star talent on the defensive line? The answer is yes. Or do you agree with that? Yeah. Yes. Do you welcome him? Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> Brent Venables, if he's that way – Jay, he said he wants character, guys. He wants integrity. He wouldn't welcome some guy who's not been upfront with the staff. He would want him, but he wouldn't welcome him with open arms. I don't if, think. If I don't Brent know. That, him, if I don't even know if he's going him, after him anymore, Jay. Jeremy, I would if imagine. If, hey, if I, Brent hey, wants him, he's welcoming him. I, I would imagine that Brent Venables would want and welcome the number one defensive tackle. Oh, this kid. Hey. hey, Jay, was Brent Venables wanting a – did Brent Venables want Caleb Williams to stay? Yeah. Would he have welcomed them with everything that had happened, you think? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's why he left, guys. I think that's why – I mean, that's part uh, of the reason he – going to get on this. He – no, hey. Venables, keep, Venables keeps talking about character, about this is what we're doing. Hey, do you uh, want to know what? Then if they didn't want Caleb Williams to stay, then why why would they why would the athletic director and him release a statement on him? Yes, the whole. I'll Caleb tell you why. Jay, go ahead and tell us why. Go ahead, bud. Answer this one, bud. Take it away. 
let's hear what your answer is because I'm going to go back and I'm going to find what you texted me and what you had in a conversation with Heather and some others in our family about that. So go ahead and answer that, Jay. Okay, I will <laughs> answer my opinion of why Caleb Williams left. No, no, I don't want your I don't want your opinion on why he left. I want to know what yeah. you think about the statement Joe Castiglione and Brent Venables released. Let's hear it. <laughs> I already know what the answer is, but I want to know what you're going to say about it. Well, you want to know why I think they released that statement? Look, if you if you have to repeat what I'm saying, you're trying to think of what to say. <laughs> exactly. That's what they taught Hold me on. Uh, professional hey. communication about job interviews. Jason, who are you going to take as your quarterback? Dylan Gabriel Jackson, stop. Williams? Jackson, stop. Jason, why? What did you think? Why, why was the reason that they Castiglione and Venables released a statement? I, I'm, I'm trying to remember back. It's been so long. I don't know why they released this statement. Yeah, you do. I'm trying to remember. You may have to refresh my memory. Yeah, you you said it's because they didn't want him. No, listen. No, I know what I said. You were the one saying he's so overrated. He's no, so overrated. Yes, he's, he's the he's biggest buster of all time. Uh, I guarantee you said they didn't want him. Guys, I need It was at Vernon's house. It was at Vernon's house on, what was it, Christmas? Hey, Jay. Can I talk? You are talking. Go ahead. Listen. Listen. The reason they you wouldn't talk two minutes ago. You're mute because you couldn't even think of what to say. But go ahead and talk now. The reason they released that statement is because they needed, and this is why Caleb Williams left. Me play football. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm waiting. Why'd they release it? it This is why Caleb Williams left too. It's all the same thing, and the reason is. They made Caleb. They said well, you have to tell us what you're doing because we got another quarterback we have to get. Period. And you said they wanted Dylan Gabriel. They they already knew who they were going. This was just a ploy to. No, they forced Caleb's decision because they had to get Gabriel before he enrolled. But they said, but you, I, make a but you were saying they forced him out of here that they really didn't want him. At the time, that's what you were no, saying. I said I no. I said Jay. make a decision, Caleb. Either. Come to you or not, because we're going to go get another quarterback. And, and you said, frankly, and you you'd be like, this, what you kept saying was, really, honestly, I don't think Castiglione and Venables even want him there. Well, I, 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 I do, I, 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 I do that. remember saying that because he was kind of being prima donna about it. Uh, oh, wait. Oh. So is, is Hicks a prima donna by not calling a coach and telling him that he's going to go to A and M the day of when everyone thinks he's going to use that no, a prima donna? It's totally different because recruiting hasn't. There's no official. There's no nothing official yet. It's all hearsay. You still recruit, totally you still recruit people I, I, out of the transfer portal. I I, 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 I I recall it being at Jay's house or at uh, Vernon's house. I recall it too. Hey, this is a mute point because it's totally different. From I agree. It is mute. It's actually a moot point. Mute is not even the word you would use. It, <laughs> it's a moot point. Mute has to do with speaking. Anyway. He said it's a mute point. He said it's a mute point, bro. Oh, my gosh. Pun intended, I guess. Listen. Jay, you said at the time, and that's fine. What was the statement? You just said prima donna, and you just said, well, this is different. It's it's not a, an official. It's not a recruiting. It's a whatever the words you just said, which is exactly to my point. So thank you for proving it. <laughs> Venables is about integrity. Venables is about high character. Doing what? Doing the right thing. What's his famous line that he uses? Right is right all the time. Wrong is wrong all the time. Doesn't matter who's there. Well, if you ask Brent Venables if what Hicks did was high tech, high integrity and character, he's going to say it wasn't. And I don't think he likes that kind of stuff in the program. Hey, Jeremy, he's scrolling yeah. through all the receipts. He's scrolling all the way through that group chat. 
Hey, Are well, you kidding then, me? Well, it's, it's a mute like, point, Jay. Just stop it. It's a mute point. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah, done talking. What you have to say, John? Hey, what? Okay. What if David? If David Hicks would have told the staff that he was not going to commit, would you have a different outlook on this situation? I for sure would. If he yeah, would have went to who's the guy? Who was the guy recruiting him at the time? The main coach for OU that he Todd that he left hanging. Todd Bates. Okay, so if he went to Todd Bates and said, "Look, I appreciate all you guys did, but uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to A&M." Even if he would have said they're offering more, whatever the reason is, if he would have just been up front, I think it's a different situation. I agree. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. tell me that Brent Venables likes kids. Brent Venables will kill you with his stare down. He's not going to like kids sitting there wishy-washy. He wants upfront, honest people, guys. Yeah, hey. there, there's a point okay. that you got to take into consideration where it's like a lot of people would change for a bag of money, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Well, and then it's also like, did you guys hear the podcast on the Prairie, their interview with uh, – a Danny Stutzman. I didn't hear it. Well, basically, Danny Stutzman said, the first time you talk to Brent Venables, he's intimidating and he's scary. Well, yeah. You know, that's why some guys low-key may, may not want to may like not <laughs> exactly. consider I, I you agree because with I think for, it's because they're too soft. And, and, and there's no way. And, and, okay, so and put a truth term in Venables, Jackson. Put a true sim in Venables. Does he want that kind of guy on his team? Nope. Exactly. But but look look yes. yes. Would he welcome? Er, no. Er, yes. Here's why I think you you can't tell me this kid uh, on the defensive line is a generational talent. Pretty much. He is a generational talent. Jeremy, I got a question. Jeremy and Jackson got a question for y'all. Yeah. Okay. Scenario here. The difference between Jeremy, mute and moot. Ask me. Jeremy, answer this question. Traber, Traber, you run cross country, right? Oh my God! Every week, cross country reference. Get a new illusion or reference, but go ahead. Okay, okay, we're gonna change no. the reference. No, 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 no. Traber's ready. Go listen, ahead. speak, listen. speak. Traber, you're 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 a senior in high school and you're a stud quarterback. Okay, okay, and you decide on recruiting day that you're gonna go to USC. Okay. And you didn't tell you didn't tell the Texas coaches, okay? Okay. okay first of all, I wouldn't go into neither. Just yeah, nice, nice comparison, Jay. Let's use two schools that are hated. Good job. Okay, yeah. no, but listen, listen to the point, Jeremy. If Traber then switched from USC to Texas, would you just not be like, "Up, oh, Traber, that's you're you're just I can't believe you, Traber." What? It's like your own kid. <laughs> hey, are we in the twilight zone? I don't even know what's happening right now. I don't know what, what he said. No, what I'm my saying one of the worst references I've ever no, no. Brent Venables, he knows these 18, 19 year old kids make mistakes. That doesn't mean that you they can't change, dude. That doesn't mean like forever you're not coming to my school. I didn't say forever. That you just said he's not going to welcome him anymore. He might hey, go in his on, house, on, but he's not on. welcome. You're, you're, so you're saying, you're saying that because an 18-year-old kid makes a mistake on something that Brent Venable's going to turn his back on him? I didn't say turn his yeah, back ever. Right. You just yeah. said that. No, I never said Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, I, I never said turn his back. You're, you're turn you're his missing... back and not welcome is the same thing. 
No, I said he probably's no. not even going after him anymore. If I don't welcome you in my home, I turn my back on you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hey, yo, you're, you're, honestly, check your temperature. I don't even know what you're talking about tonight. Halfway. First off, you use an analogy of my son going to college. If my son gets offered $10,000 a year, gives him a bag of money, and he takes it, okay, that's different than Brent Venables and an 18-year-old kid who's recruiting. We're talking about a family, familiar relationship. And first off, it would be bad if I told Trevor to just take the money and run anyway. But what I said was, he's not – do you think they're going after him right now? Has there been any talk that they're really highly just going after Hicks? Yes, Jackson. They're going after Hicks. They never stopped. Yes. Yes. They never stopped. No. The They basically gave David Hicks a week and Todd Bates started talking to him again. <laughs> yeah. They want this kid, okay? Oh, thank you. I said they wanted this him. This kid. That's look, exactly what I said. This kid would get playing time next year, freshman Duh. year. Duh. Yeah, he's going to play. They want him. They he, want the crap out yeah, of him. He, he would possibly start. When, when I say that they're not welcoming, they're, they, they want him, but you know there's hesitancy here. Yes. No, you know what? I completely you can, agree. Do you there, disagree there with that, Jay? Hesitancy. Disagree because with what? Look, what look, I just look, said. Look, look, hold on. On a scale I'll of one to ten, right? how much let, do let they want hit? And let Jackson talk, and, then, and I'll answer. He can answer. Jeremy, I think that hesitancy is completely right because we saw what he did to us last time whenever he decided to A&M, right? Because if he commits to OU, there's no telling that there's a guarantee he's going to want to stay and not flip again. I agree. Be- because we've seen kids in the past where they've committed to like three or four different schools and they've been high-talented players. And they've ended up going to the place where they can get the biggest bag. So there is definitely hesitancy. So what's that, your- that's exact. So thank you. That's exactly what I'm saying. What was the question? Oh wow. What- Guys, let's just call it in in the conversation. The point is no that you would rather have David Hicks and not have him. Okay. Yeah, if he's gonna, I I agree that on a scale of one to ten, they want him as a ten. Are they hesitant? Yeah, synonym for hesitant would be reluctant. Synonym for reluctant would be not really welcoming with open arms. There's a little bit of a, a, a kind of just a waiting game there to see if this guy is hey, going to cooperate and be one that we want. Jeremy, 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 at the same time, though, you, you said earlier about recruiting, how you don't really follow. I mean, I got a text from you that says, when I texted you and said, Jackson Arnold committed, you go, who? So, I mean, what you're saying right now is grain of salt to me. But David Hicks, listen. David Hicks. <laughs> what are you? Who? Yeah, I have a text. You said who? When I said Jackson Arnold committed. Anyway, what I'm saying about. <laughs> Wait, who said who? Who said who? Send- For what? Send me the screenshot right now of what you're talking about. And second of all, so you're actually going to my point. Yeah, I don't follow recruiting that much. I don't put them on campus, then I'll care. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. You don't follow recruiting. Did you watch him? He didn't even want to commit, dude. It was so obvious. So that's who you wanted to program, Jay? Someone who's just going to be highly manipulating and maneuver. We, let's get this guy. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He just can put a hat on. <laughs> get your hat on, yeah. What? <laughs> what? That's who you want on the program? 
That's who you want at the program? Guys who can't even make own decisions? Can you do that he, one more time? He didn't even know what he was doing. That's what you just said. Okay. Jackson, did you watch it? <laughs> what? The David Hicks the thing? The com- yeah. No? Did, no. Uh, didn't it look like his school. parents? None him, of and, them. him and his Yes, yes. Both. No, no, no. No, he, like, his parents didn't even look intrigued. Guys. Hey, wh- hold on. It's just when like you be- even, even what Brandon Drum had said, because he followed this David Hicks movement so much. His parents always had favored OU over A&M. But they said they were they was up to David Hicks where he wanted to go. His parents weren't gonna influence him or do anything. So where did he go? <laughs> oh, we got a screen check coming in. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> so did y'all get that text <laughs> I sent in? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. good, Jake. Yeah, so so read it. It says Jackson Arnold just committed to OU. Your response, who? Yeah, I'm I'm referring to Dart. I think Dart going to Ole Miss. But right after right after the text was sent, Jackson Arnold just committed to OU. Your response. Go to your go who? to your time. Yeah, I, I just sent the message. You said Dart going to Ole Miss. Go to the time. <laughs> All I know is you said who. So anyway. Talk, we gotta get off this subject, guys. I mean, this is just a yeah. this, this, right. a, this is a moot point. Brody, let's get, <laughs> well, let's get to our way to get it right. Let's get to our weekly picks for the week. I, Kraber, do you have those games? Yeah, I got I got six games already. Right, Number one, which I think is gonna be the best game, is Tennessee versus Georgia. <laughs> I got Tennessee. I have Georgia. Rocky Top. Yeah, I got Tennessee and Josh Heupel. You know, I'm as, going as, Tennessee as, as well. Jeremy said the last time. Uh, uh, what can he carry on his back again? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's just honestly though. Josh Heupel's just growing as far as just. I'm really liking hey. how he's growing. He's growing on me. I mean, hey, so I'm the, only one that's <laughs> the, the defending that national point? champs. Do what? what? <laughs> so I'm the only one that's taking the defending champs. Hey, let me tell you this. Right now, if Tennessee's better off losing this game. What? What? No, they're out if they lose. <laughs> if they if they lose, they're already in the playoff. They're if out. They, they got to win out. They're in the playoff. They're, they're not, not already in the playoffs. They don't have job? to go play Bama. doesn't matter. Think Jay, they're it. out if they lose. <laughs> exactly. No, they're not. Yes, they okay, are. Okay, Jason. Jason. Wait, Brody, Brody, <laughs> go ahead. Listen, what I'm saying is if Georgia beats them, and Alabama beats Georgia. All right? That SEC championship team is in. The winner of Ohio State-Michigan is in. Clemson is going to be in. The Clemson's losing this week. Okay, well, that's hypothetical. But Clemson's going to be in, whether you like it or not. All I'm saying and is- then you look at it. If they lose to Georgia, who are they going to take as the fourth team? Georgia or Tennessee? Who won They'll the game? Three bit- Alabama's no. losing two games. I think Alabama's losing Saturday. Yeah, yeah I think LSU's beating them Wait. this week. No, I have the Crimson Tide. Dude, is that one of your games? Yes, that's my second game. I think I think LSU's going. Dude, dude, we have said this over and over again. 
never bet against freaking Nick Saban. Every single time we get put into this trap with Alabama, and they always come back and make the whoa, playoff whoa, whoa, whoa. and Jackson, win the championship. Jackson, Jackson, what about what about Tennessee, Alabama? When all of us voted uh, Alabama or all of us voted Rocky Top, except for you. Well, hey, can you blame yeah. me for for not wanting to vote? Never, against... never vote Nick Saban. Never vote. I agree with you that hey, Nick Saban is not one you vote hey, against. Traver, Traver, is Nick Saban the goat? Yeah, he is. Okay. Then why would you vote against the goat? Hey, Go Tigers. Hey, here's my here's my pick for LSU. Ed Orgeron, that's why. I'm here with my family. We're gonna get yeah, copyrighted. So Turn it off. I'm gonna take family, and I'm gonna take Brian Kelly. Like LSU. I agree with what you're saying about not picking against Nick Saban, but give me LSU. What's the third so game? I'm the only guy again. Third game is Wake Forest versus NC State. Why? I was going to say <laughs> who? Why? Who? NC State I is their backup quarterback. I'm not voting. I'm Moving not on, Traber. Moving on. Notre Dame. Okay, there we go. Notre Dame. Oh, oh, give me the me left to Marshall. Clemson. Marshall? Marshall? <laughs> where, where, where's this game at? I think at Notre Dame. Is it at Notre Dame? I'm still taking matter. Clemson. Hold on. It doesn't matter. Clemson. Hold on, guys. Can, can can I stop this and say game that I think could have a huge effect on the Big Twelve Championship race? What's that? Oklahoma State and Kansas. Oh. Give me Jayhawks. Rock. Rock. I think Rock. Jayhawks Rock. are winning, too. Jayhawks are winning. Guys, did you see the video of uh, Oklahoma State's QB this week? Uh, he Gunner was, like, Gundy? shaking. Is it Gunner shaking. Gundy? His yeah. hand was shaking. Yeah, shaking. Gunner Gundy. Hey, Remember? I know this. I know, we're, I, I know we're not talking basketball for a second, but when you brought up Kansas, this whole NCAA thing. Oh, four game you? suspension when they play nobody. It's so stupid. They suspended themselves four games in yeah. OSU postseason ban. Bill Self, oh Kansas is a freaking joke in basketball. They yeah. Bill Self, they get away with whatever they want to, and I'm tired of it. They're getting punished next year by the NCAA. You know that, right? No, they're not. They're never yeah. going to get punished. They, they, it's the good old boy they, network. You watch. They'll get punishment when Bill Self leaves. Guys, have you ever seen <laughs> yeah. the movie Shooter? Shooter? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mark Wahlberg? I'm, yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly what this is. Okay, this is a great analogy. Unlike Jason's, who are just unbelievably bad. You talk about Paul Blart. At the end of at the end, so there's this whole conspiracy. But at the end of the movie, Danny Glover, the governor, the senator, they're all down there in the dungeon of that cabin, just chilling. You remember this? <laughs> they're just got away with it. That is exactly what's happened with. And I'll tell you who's sitting down in the cabin right now. It's Bill Self. It's John Cal- Calipari. It's Rick. Roy Williams. It's Rick Pitino. They're all there smoking the cigars. Having, and, but one day, dude, one day, someone's going to come in there and light them up. Hey. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be, but hey. justice will be served. They'll be retired. Hey, you know what? Oh, their names. I don't well care if they're retired. With them. Jimbo hey, Fisher think, might as well be hey, down there. With Jackson, them. I got a conspiracy on Jimbo Fisher. What what is it? I think he's trying to lose. 
Oh, here Same. we go again. Everyone's losing, right? Like he's he's trying to get bought out for the eighty six million. Jason, are, are we... you turning into Kyrie Irving with your dumb conspiracy theories? What do you mean? The Earth's flat. Don't, don't don't even get a started on Kyrie Irving. Or yeah. We'll go on another hour rant. All right, Traver, what's your next game? Uh, Kansas State versus Texas. Kansas State. That's who I got. I got Kansas. State. I actually got Texas in that one. I got Texas. Kansas State. What's your last one? I have another one. It's not a big game. It's Liberty versus Arkansas. That's Liberty. Give me the flames, baby. Give me, give Liberty. me Liberty and Hugh Freeze. <laughs> or give, give me, me death. Or give me death. That's right. What hey, guys, Do you guys know hold who coined on. that phrase? Guys. I just have to point something out that Jason here, this is the first time he's ever picked against Arkansas. Not when they played Bama, you know, not when they played all these other teams, but this game. Guys, it's like when you go into a restaurant with Jay. This is is Jay. If if he orders anything, it's it's always the upset special. (laughs) And the thing is, when you order the upset special, you can never Mm – no one ever says anything about it. But when you – when it's – when you hit it out of the park, so Jason, oh, hold on, you did Jason. every freaking time, dude. I grew yeah, up with Jack. this all my uh, life. Hold on, well, don't you remember back to the start of the year? Whenever we were doing a podcast, and I'm pretty sure me and you both picked Tennessee as our third best team in the SEC. We did. I said maybe even second. Yeah, I know. And we both are look like geniuses after that. Hey, geniuses. I, <laughs> What do you mean, third best? Who else would you put above him earlier in the year? Georgia, Georgia, Alabama, and Kentucky. A and M. A and M. Who who put A and M high? You were. I don't know. I wasn't. Hooker's Hooker was there last year. They had a great end of the season last year. Hey, yeah. Jeremy. Hold Jeremy, on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I have. I have a hot take. What? Tulsa will upset upset Tulane. I, who cares? They need to fire hey, me. They need to dude, fire dude. me. I'm sorry, they, but if, they, are we they, gonna hear they about the to guy this year? What? What? Every oh. time Tulane plays TU, that it's that talk of that one issue, man. <laughs> what issue? I don't know. I have never heard of this issue. <laughs> what? Remember the guy got paralyzed? Who? For Tulane a few years ago. Was he playing against TU? Yes, and they always do a special thing. Well, that'd be nice. <laughs> Guys, hey, here's my here's hey, my. But, hey, before you move on, no, 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 hey, no. before you move on, I gotta say something. You're sitting here, you were ragging on me all this whole freaking podcast about my analogies, and you just gave an analogy about a restaurant and when I order the upset special. Where where do I order an upset special at? That's why Every it's an week. analogy, Jay. Where do I order that at a restaurant? You go. It's like when I go into a restaurant, I order the upset special. It's like going in a restaurant and ordering an upset special. What what would that be? Anything that's not expected to be good. Yes. Dude, hey. And you do that, you guys? <laughs> Jay, if you can't understand the analogies, Jay, if you can't understand the analogies, just forget it. But listen, my hot take is this. Moot means unimportant or not worth talking about. And mute means completely silent. Guys, hot take, hot take by me. What are you going to say? Who's going to win, Iowa State or uh, West Virginia? Who cares? Uh, you, Iowa who State lost five when, games in a row. Who? Iowa State lost five games in a row. Jay, you I, and I, I can't wait till we. I cannot wait for the pod. Who do we? 
I cannot wait for the pod in a couple weeks. Why? And I already told Hunter this. You said, and I, I have a pod. You said. What? You said, didn't you say West Virginia was going to beat OU? No, here's what he said. For, he goes, OU will for sure you lose to West Virginia. Okay. They might. So you can't pick so, so you, o, you so, can't pick OU to beat West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Why not? You you might not. You can't. You said they for sure losing. Hey, okay. hey, I think that that's the trap game left on the schedule, though. There's no uh, such thing as a trap game when you have three losses in your OU. Trap games are when you have when you're undefeated and you come off a high and then you go play a sorry team. When you're in the middle well, of the sorry teams, there's, there's no trap, trap games. There's still trap games. Yeah. Jay, what's a trap game? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Well, you're having struggling on definitions tonight. Tell me what a trap game is. <laughs> a trap game is when you're you're playing a team, in a couple weeks it's it's a more of a rival or more of a challenge, and you mm-hmm. you have a, you could slip up the week before. It's a trap game. Okay, trap Guys. games have nothing to do with more of a challenge. It's when a team is worse than you. Not necessarily. Yeah, that's what a trap game is. Not necessarily. <laughs> you don't get trapped by your rival. Are you kidding me? No, I'm saying. If you're playing your rival in two weeks, you get trapped by the team before that. Yeah, when they're not any good. Or they could be good still, and you could still be called a trap game before your rival. Yes, sir. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if OU was undefeated, West Virginia would be a trap game. Was that Jinx game last night for Bigsby a trap game? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, for sure. Why? <laughs> okay. How's that a Hold trap on. game? Hold on. Hold Big, on. Bigsby Here's, beat everyone by 60 me. all year, Jay. Bigsby's own Bigsby has owned Jinx. Jeremy, do you what? want me to tell you why we lost? I don't care. Be, why? Because we got outplayed. Okay, but and do you want and do you want to know why we got out outplayed? Because we tackled like the Oklahoma Sooners out there. Yeah, that was bad defense for sure. <laughs> it it was terrible. Hey, okay. Hey, when you listen to this podcast tomorrow, whenever you listen to it. You're you're gonna hear something that's gonna just make you just sound like a complete moron, Jeremy. You just said you literally just said about a minute and thirty seconds ago. You said you can't have a trap game against rival, and then you just said Bigsby, <laughs> and then you just said Bigsby did have a trap game against Jinx, their number one rival. What? That's not first off. That's not a rivalry. I'm sorry. What? I this. Yes, it they is. haven't even the oh, same district. Martin. Jackson, you go to Bigsby. Who's their number one rival? Jinx, I despise Jinx like I despise Texas. I can't stand them. Despising doesn't have anything to do with it. Traver, can you read the definition yes, of a trap game? Um, Jay, the, the definition of a trap game is a game in which a playoff contender faces a losing team, but one still has some motivation for playing hard and possesses some matchup advantages. So, you're so let, me, let me get this that, right. That so when a play, when a when a playoff team, when a playoff team, contending team, plays a team that's a losing team. Okay, so how is Bigsby Jinx going for the first place in the district a trap game? Hey, Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> tell me right now. Look, Jeremy. I'll, I'll, everyone else shut their mouth. that definition, tell me how that's true. I'll, I'll tell you how, Jane. You just you just really just are going to sound unbelievable right now. Guess what, Jay? <laughs> Guess what, Jay? Guess who won the district? <laughs> who won the district? Bigsby. Guess where Jinx finished? Third. Wait a minute. You're telling me that Bigsby lost and and still won the district? 
That's exactly what I'm telling you. The game really meant nothing except for the 59 <laughs> game winning streak. So of course it was a trap game. You've got a team who's beating hey, everyone by hey, six. Come on, I'm not finished. Jeremy. You've got a team who's beating. Okay. Stop. You've got a team who's beating everyone. ESPN's there. Every, everyone's. I mean, they scored 80 almost every game. They're going against it. And by the way, even if you lose, you still win the district. That's well, the definition follow- of a trap game if I've ever seen one. I don't follow high school football enough. Hey, I, I, Jinx is hey. apparently. Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You brought up high school football. You, you just brought it up. You said I want to talk about guys, the guys, game. Guys, guys, I have yeah. something to tell you, okay? Okay. We have a quarterback named Austin Havens who threw the pick. I know you guys saw that, I'm sure, on TV. I saw it. This I- kid, this summer, went to the Elite 11 camps. Jeremy. Jason, he finished in first ahead of Jackson Arnold in their section. First overall. Tell me Who how this kid this? is Who not starting for Bixby. Who Go, told you they, this? It was on the Elite 11 Instagram. Go find it. was it. on the internet Instagram, guys. It was on the Elite 11 Instagram. They posted it. Well, Austin Havens. Okay, so. First. Well, he's not any good. I saw his throw Why? last night. Neither was the other kid wasn't unbelievable. I don't want to bash. I don't really bash high school. No, no. But Here, do, you, do you want to know what? I think Austin is a much better QB than Connor. Don't get me wrong. Connor needs to be used in certain situations. Not when you're down by 17 points and you take a six-minute drive by running QB run for like 10 plays. Like maybe. <laughs> Spartan podcast. <laughs> hey, Jay, was it a trap game for Bigsby Jackson? No. Jackson. <laughs> it was It was not. The game didn't matter. Bigsby should have won, and they didn't. Which would be definition of a trap game. No, what? that is not Always have to like, go get a definition. Trap game. <laughs> the, def- the same thing. Jinx. Jinx. Jinx is is a playoff contender. Well, so's BA, I guess. Hey, I'm a BA. I'm a BA. BA BA is in the playoffs. I'm about ready to say something about BA. And if they have people that listen to this podcast, I mean, I don't know what else to say, but their coach sucks. No, it's not their coach. But when they post on Facebook or Instagram game day and they show a guy for game day and the player, and the guy's forearms are literally smaller than a pencil. Like, who's running that strength and conditioning program? Dude, they need to get into our strength and conditioning program. I, I feel like it's went south, dude. Jeremy, do you know anything about it? No, I don't. Like I said, I don't really – I don't know the comings and goings of high school strength and conditioning coaches. Jeremy. Cross country Jeremy. We don't do strength and conditioning. We need our runners to be – Ribs poking out, and Jeremy. Yeah, it is a is Sapulpa good. We're in the playoffs. We just beat McAllister last week. Actually, really? huge win on Senior Night. McAllister was third in the state. Oh, you commit. Who do they who do McCarty. they play for the playoffs then? Oh yeah, Grove, that's right. Grove. McCarty. Stud tailback, but oh the Grove, yeah, Grove. they're running back. Oh gosh, what is his name? I saw it earlier on Twitter. Y'all know I couldn't mascot? even tell you. You know their mascot? You just said it. It's the Ridge Runners. Yeah. It is. 
I just can't wait till we play West Virginia, though. It's going to be – I hope we can pull it out somehow, some way. Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm serious. I'm worried about that game. No, you're not. You said it was a for-sure loss. Well, guys, if you had one word to describe – Oh, so funny. If you had one word to, to describe how you're feeling going into into tomorrow's game, what would you say? I'd say relax, mood. no pressure, feeling good. Mood. Mm-hmm. Hey, I hey, I would say mute. You can't say mute because then you're. I'm kidding. You're, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just, I got I two say... words for you tomorrow. Two words for you: trap game. Uh, Baylor's not tomorrow is not a trap game. How is it a trap game, Jay? Uh, bear Baylor, trap. Bear Baylor trap. had their three years of glory, and then they it's fell off a trap. cliff. Although I, I will Guys, give you this though. Hey, no, I'm let's. Well, we haven't talked about this at all about Baylor though. Dave Aranda. Can, can we? Let's just. I want to go around. Start with Brody. What? Let's honestly talk about. What do you got? Things wrong with the guy? Just let's start with Brody. Like what? There, he is a literal there. What, what's NPC. wrong with him, Brody? He's a literal NPC. Uh, what does that mean? I would agree. <laughs> oh my god! It's like dude, Jeremy. It's like he has when no you play emotion, and he has it's a like, block head like a freaking. I, I agree. Yeah, I it's like when you mean. play a video game and there's like these non-playable characters. No, like, yes, because I know what he means. Because at basketball practice, there's some kids that literally like we're going over plays, and they're just like they're like robots. Yeah. He's a robot. I agree with that. 100%. He's a good coach. How would you? How could you like to play for that guy? Well, that brings up the whole conspiracy hey. of Joey McGuire was kind of running a lot of that. Hey, here's the thing. Oh, I agree. Hey, mm-hmm. he didn't seem like too much of a robot last year when he went and kicked that field goal against OU at the end. Looked like he had a little bit of emotion to me. Hey, what well, did he do? Well, well, also, whenever the he didn't fans do stor- stormed the field and Riley didn't even care. Yeah, this was the week that he wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, Baylor. He had personal matters. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, in Southern California to go and friggin' house shop. Yep, a house shop. Remember, uh, he everyone... personal matters, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're talking about with who, Annie Hansen? <laughs> Oh, he just got him. No, he didn't. No, he did not. Hey, hey, those two guys. Next question. Those two were close. All right, (laughs) they were close. Uh, They were so close. They were just one more. Was it Annie Hanson Umbop? I can't. (laughs) One Umbop. One guys. We're close. Guys, they they were so close to hitting that home run. What? <laughs> in the home run play, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Goodness. Somebody's got the plague on. 